This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Mystery. Hey. Hey. How are How you? Are you? Oh, uh. okay. We don't have time for pleasantries. We got to okay. we got to we got to do about 2 hours of work in 1 hour. Jack, I want to remind you, this is something a wise person said to me once. Okay. Who was it? Talking about it faster will not make the episode <laughs> faster. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah. We got to get about 2 hours of book into 1 hour of talking. And by one hour, you mean like one hour, eight minutes? Yeah, we'll we'll edit it down. And I do mean one hour and eight minutes, because that yeah. seems to be where, where these episodes land, no matter how hard I try. Um, what's your boy up to? How's those potato lifters? Potato lifters are good. He's essentially standing on his own now. He's so wow. powerful. He will evolve beyond our human understanding of what it means to be a human being and destroy us all one day. Wow. Is what I truly believe. Yeah, yeah. Standing on he does own. a thing. He does a thing that's so metal, <laughs> and I think it's like I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what what ends these means are accomplishing. But he'll do a thing when he wakes up first thing in the morning, and we mm-hmm. unswaddle him or take him out of his Merlin magic suit. Yeah, depending on what mood had captured us the night before. Yeah, and he'll immediately put his fingers up to his forehead and face and just start scraping at yeah. his skin and giving himself like deep cuts and just bleeding and it's that like so metal he does that first thing in the morning every day and then he's Hell got yeah. scratches all over his face all day and it's like well, like what are you doing i should try Why that that's a good that? way to face a day yeah right <laughs> He's like, the doctor he's like, and she's like, yeah, babies just do this. And I was like, well, why? I want to be the worst thing that happens to me today. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> That's good. It's I want sort that of to like a me. positive nihilism. Nobody can hurt me more than I can. And going into the world knowing nihilism. that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Wow. He sounds powerful. He does sound powerful. What about your boy? Uh, he's fine. He's a daycare. I don't really see him that much anymore. Dead talk. Dan, this has been Dead talk. Um, hi, hi. And why? Why? And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 Mystery Club. Club. I don't know, man. The fast talking thing seems like it is kind of getting us through the beats a lot quicker. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. Are you sure about? Well, I I didn't mean you shouldn't put any wang on mystery. My name is Tanner Greenring. My name's Jack Shepard. And every week we read a different mystery in the great mystery cycle by the great mystery herself and mystery Martin. And this week we read a great mystery called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 32, Claudia and the Mystery in the Painting. Jack, Mm. I am killing time while I pull up the book. Great. That's awesome. Jack. Yeah. (laughs) I got burgered this week. You got burgered? You got burgered. You got burgered. You got because bur- it's burger time. It's burger time. Yeah, and it and is I burger run over time. The pickle and the pickle falls. And yeah, goes on the bun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I got burgered. You got burgered. Page eleven, chapter mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Here's the passage. Yeah. Right in front of my eyes, mom changed into super librarian. I could almost see the outline of the cape trailing behind her. My note: This is not Ellen. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's not Ellen. Ellen doesn't have frills like that. And then I thought, I don't. It think ain't it's Pete. A Pete. It's it not ain't Pete. Pete. No, and no, it doesn't. There aren't enough jokes. Like it's, it's Nola 
I think the it's joke density Nola. is 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 nothing. There are jokes in here, but they're, the joke density is nowhere near right. strong enough to be Pete. I spent the whole book thinking it was Nola. Yeah, and it, and then that's how you get burgered. That's how, you that's get how burgered. I got burgered. That's how you get burgered because it was Vicky Burger. V B E V B E. Yes, maybe Berger. I think it's probably Berger. It's Berger is fr- in French. Berger is uh, the French word for shepherd. Oh right, like paper berger. Excuse me. Paper berger. It's like when you do you take like newspaper, you dip it oh, in gloop. I think that's paper mache. I don't. And one of what, us is wrong and one of us is right. But okay, I let's not. Don't let's, know who. let's just let everybody n- know who that is intuitively. Um, Vicky Berger. Berger Irwin. VBE. Here's what we know about VBE, Tanner. Yep. Here's what we know. Tell me. Claudia's big party. Okay. Then that's something we read. Yeah, I think so. Don't here's what I that. here's what I think about Claudia's big party. I think the Kishis go away for the weekend, and they're that like, and they leave Claudia alone. That does not sound like the Kishis. I know, but they exactly, and that wouldn't have happened under the auspices of a more responsible ghostwriter. Okay. And that's Thacker main w- canon? wouldn't allow that. Main canon. Okay. Keys just go away for the weekend. Claudia and Janine throw a big party. That doesn't sound right. It's when she's in the seventh grade. Oh, that does sound right. She was in the seventh grade. She invited all she invited both her seventh grade and her eighth grade friends and they did not get along. Yes. Yes. And they trashed the house or some bad thing happened. I can't remember. But that is VBE. So we, there is probably, there's, what do we, we have it on wax somewhere. I wanted to say that cool and I did say it cool. It's on wax somewhere. Yeah. That you I think and the, I, the most important part about saying something cool is affirming to yourself afterwards <laughs> that you did say something cool. Yeah. I, I have something. Have and talked I kind about of wish Vicky Burger earlier before to finish my sentence. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't want to just, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. But I was actually going back to something I said yeah. to correct something I said. So it okay. was appropriate for me to interrupt you because okay. I needed okay. to get back to my thing. Right. I've got VBE. I've got – oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Right? No, no, no. I'm trying Vicky to make Berger VBE ha- happen. Yeah. I got burgered is nothing. And there's right. nothing. It's not It's not a thing. This book had VBE. This book had VBE. Yes. And I've got Vicky Burger energy. Irwin. Right. I've got, I've got Vicky Burger Irwin. It's VBE. Katsubis. E-E. Yeah. I've got Vicky Burger Irwin energy. I think yeah. I've got Vicky Burger energy. And we're going to say Burger. It's probably Burger, but we're going to It might be your maiden name. So in a way, we're kind of like tearing <sighs> down the, the walls of the patriarchy. So we got to look into this. And, and I guess that's why I, I brought up Claudia's big party. Yeah. Because I wanted to state for the record for, for super fans, for people who've been paying real close attention, that it is likely that you and I have talked excitedly about VBE before. Yeah. Once, one time. It's it, I, 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 I what can't imagine we did. Claudia's big party? Was it's it late, late canon? We've talked about her before, but we are going to talk about her again. So I'm looking her up. Okay. It's good we have this to talk to because literally almost every one of my notes is me yeah. waffling back and forth about whether I've nailed the the guess or not. Okay, yeah, and I, worrying about whether I'm getting fact. You should take my um, you should take a page out of my book, which is I get obsessed too, and then I remember that it's a pretty short segment and it doesn't matter, but I get obsessed. <laughs> Most of my notes are like, "Oh, I think I got it," and then yeah. like three pages later, it's like, "Oh, fuck, no, um, I'm getting fact." So here's let's say let's say one new thing about Vicky Berger Irwin before we go back to what is probably an old well. Um, she tried to kill Claudia today, and I don't think anyone else would do that. And uh, it makes me very anxious. 
Would anyone else try to kill Claudia? No one has tried to kill Claudia. Let me look back on some of the titles we've read recently. An art thief locked her in a closet. What about the art thief that maybe shot at her? No. In the in the art at the art thing, he was hiding jewels in the statue. I don't think he shot at her. He, he shot at somebody. He had a gun. No. The security guard got him. I don't think anybody has tried to do to any babysitter anything quite as dangerous as this, which is that a, a thief locked her in a closet. Yeah. Very I'm, dangerous. I feel like we've had some close calls. And Vicky didn't make enough of a meal out of it. That's an yeah. tr- incredibly traumatic thing. Yeah, I guess. I'm looking at these titles, and like a lot of them are bad. Yeah. Like that thing with the kitchen where they, the guy kept trying to like light everyone's on fire in the kitchen was pretty bad at the cooking competition. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. But it was, I don't think he like in, maliciously tried to harm an individual. Yeah. No one has laid hands on these babysitters before. Right. It seemed very dangerous. Vicky, because she's got this VBE, this v, Vicky Berger energy, she uh, – she just kind of glosses past that kind of shit. And maybe right. that's why Anne doesn't let her write too many books. She doesn't want her to sh- accidentally kill one of these sitters. Right. She's she's cavalier. Right. Um, sales rep for Scholastic. Oh, so they gave her the nod. She was like a salesperson, and then they're yeah, like... Yeah, they, they called her up. Get in here. She's trying to figure out a way to teach her dog, Luna, how to dance. Sounds like a um, Carlos... What's-his-face... Williams poem. William Carlos Williams. William yeah. Carlos Williams poem. Let's see. What else you got for me? She's hiding something. In an image, you mean? Like her face? Like Phantom of the Opera? No, she shows her face. She's not okay. afraid to show her face. And I'm you're on sure her it's website. Her real face? No, it doesn't say anywhere. Because normally you would have a caption saying, just saying something like, This is my real face. Pictured here, author yeah. VBE. But she doesn't. We don't even know if it's her then. And I don't love that she's teaching dogs to dance. Right. To what end? To what end? What's she trying to do there? Are you on her web- website as well? No, I'm looking at you. I try okay. not to pull up anything on my computer that to is a avoid damn being distracted. My, my computer's on full screen just looking at your sweet face. Vicky Berger Irwin. Okay. Let's see what, what she's written. I'm sure we've had this conversation before. I know we have. It's sounding familiar. Murder. She writes about murder. Okay. And I found her Twitter, and here we go. Okay, you found her Twitter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Jack. Yeah. Twitter.com slash Vicky Irwin. Mm-hmm. And check out her profile page. And yeah. you were wondering if the picture on her website is her. Look at her profile picture on Twitter. And then let's talk about dancing dogs. Okay, it's a dog. It's a dog in a, in a, at a desk, at a writing desk, mm-hmm. writing a book. Okay, there we go. That makes sense. So it's Nola's not the only sentient dog. It's another dog. And he, well, sorry, and all dogs are sentient. dog with dog with human like intelligence. Yes. Okay. There. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, I'm we not... have talked about her. She wrote a book about um, murder in St. murders Louis. in St. Louis. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and she she's just tweeted Norfolk, where I used uh, to live. So that's a shot across the bow. Okay, and here she comes for you now. And here she comes for me. And so I have followed her. Oh, good um, idea. Oh, I'm not logged in, and I shan't be logging in. Okay, no, that's fine. Okay, well, very troubling. We liked her book, but she makes us pretty nervous. I'm looking uh, for memes. She doesn't tweet a lot of memes. Okay, and that's always because I'm just. I, I think you can really tell a lot about a person by the memes. By the kind tweet. of memes they tweet. Here's one. She did tweet a meme. Yes. And what is it? 
It's a Disney bad guy from Disney laughing, and the tweet says, I'm always looking for clever slash funny MG with a spooky twist and a depth of character. Villains must be well-developed, a true threat, not just a pest. Okay, so I think okay. what I'm reading from this meme is that she thinks of herself as a villain. Yes, but a well-developed That's... one, and that she is a true threat. To, Here's to... another meme that she's tweeted. It says, write Gryffindor, edit Ravenclaw. Okay. And I, I obviously don't know what that means. No, that's all just gibberish to me. I know what write is and I know what edit is. Yeah. But these other, I don't think those are English words. And then here's another, here's another one. Hmm. How authors see agents, colon, and it's a gif of Jafar from Disney. So a lot of villain, Disney villains. Okay. It seems to be something she identifies with. She's trying to humanize herself. Oh, okay. Um, And then here's one that says, look who has a new bed. And it's a picture of herself lying down on a dog bed. Like a dog bed, yeah. um, Fast asleep with all her little paws in the air. It's cute. It's actually very sweet. And what does it say what the time of day that that was tweeted? Um, Let's see. Uh, 5.31 p.m., August 25th. Great. I wish we could all just kick back and sleep in the middle of the work day. Yeah, you you know what I was doing? 5.31 p.m., August 25th, probably working. Working my ass off. Working my ass off. Try to bust in my hump to keep my family alive. Yeah. And you're sleeping on a dog bed. You're sleeping on a dog bed. Okay. All right. Well, that's Vicky. I know she's got another I like mystery. her. I like her. I like her a lot. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I would say biggest fan. Okay. Don't you think? Oh, I actually can log in, and I'm logged in as BSC, and that's she's going to get a hard follow from the, Oh, we already do follow her. VBE, everybody go follow Vicky Berger Irwin on Twitter. I'm going to do a meme about VBE and yeah. tweet it at her and be like, that's I've good. got VBE, Vicky Berger energy. Because she loves memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, that's great. Follow Vicky Berger um, yep. at Vicky Irwin on Twitter. She only writes Claudia books. She's trying to kill Claudia. Um, she uh, is. If I can't have her, nobody can. Right. And that is probably what's going on. I think what we do is describe the book. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, whose who's is it? Mine? I think it's you. Oh, it's Shucks and a Half, huh? Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can remember. Shucks and a Half, because I'm going to have to explain it. And can I, can I admit something? Yes. May I admit something? May you admit something? I'm asking. Yes. I didn't totally understand this one. E- the um, chapter and a half long explanation at the end about the mystery and how it worked yeah. didn't make sense to you? No, I, I, I get how the mystery worked, but there was just a lot of names. It was tough to kind of keep track of what was going on. Yes, for sure chapter to chapter i felt very lost inside this book so it's going to be difficult for me in a linear fashion to describe this book in 60 seconds while you play burger run that's all okay and i just need to remember one guy's name dale agura yes and i'm ready with my description okay great let's hear it dale agura is a self-made billionaire who can buy anything he wants and is irresistible to women but there are some things that money can't buy. Mr. Agora has run out of challenges. When an alarm sounds at a world-class dead painter's home, and someone walks out with a priceless grandma Madden Madden painting, Ogura is the last person the Stony Brook police suspect. But one person suspects him. Claudia Kishi, the brilliant female babysitter hired to <laughs> retrieve the paintings 
no matter what it takes. Kishi loves the chase as much as he does, and she's on to his game. Crown has found Ogura has found his challenge. Mm-hmm. Two can play, but only one can win. Okay. Rated R for some sexuality language. <laughs> and what's the book? Uh, Babysitter's Club. Mystery number thirty-two. Thirty-two. Claudia and the mystery in the painting. Good. That does check out. Yeah. Um, it sounded very uh, sexy the way you were describing. Very sexy. Yeah. It's not at how some I remember of the thumbnails it, but... from the book here. Mm-hmm. And there's one thumbnail that's very racy. Okay. I guess it's maybe Ms. Madden and Mr. Cook. Okay. They look a lot like Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan, but they're both Ooh. topless and they're both kind of like wow. kissing. Okay. <laughs> I, that's not in the, that's not in the in the novelization. And then there's another picture of Mr. Cook here. He looks a lot like Pierce Brosnan. Okay. And then there's another one of Mrs. Ms. Madden and Mr. Cook. And again, I just the resemblance to Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan is uncanny. Um, okay. Well, you know it's an audio medium, so we're just gonna have to trust you. What if I describe the book here? Okay. Uh, during 60 seconds. And you know what? You don't have to play Burger oh, Room. And I won't to. because fuck Cool Math Games. Oh, yeah. They've betrayed us. Yeah. They've put Burger Run behind a paywall. No one play it. No The internet to is play dying. It. And yeah. this is what we all get, you fucking capitalists. This is yeah. what you wanted. And Shut now we down. don't have Burger Run. And yeah. I did slack you earlier today and you never responded because I do have a new timer for you. They, I, just, I do want to just say before you... Uh, say what that is that they did pave paradise and they did put up a parking lot yep and what thank I mean you did, adam duritz put um for being such a 60 second burger run about that behind a paywall decade 15 years before cool math game finally like put the final nail in the coffin mm-hmm. adam duritz is there warning us about it and you think that's who wrote that song it's who made it famous no <laughs> I am going, Jack, to typingtest.com because I've decided to test your typing skills. I have. I am such a busy man, Jack. Yeah. I have a full-time job, and then when I'm not at my job, I'm either reading Babysitter's Club books, <laughs> recording about them, or yeah. editing podcasts about them, and right. I have no time for improving myself anymore. Right. Okay. And I need to work on making on, – on bettering myself. Yeah. So I've decided to take this brief – Little period of time I get every week to practice my typing skills. Can I, may, may I just say for the record, and I know this isn't going to change anything, but technically you actually don't get this time. Technically, this is time where you're supposed to be sitting back and listening to what I'm saying and taking it in so that you can Typingtest.com. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Complete a typing test in 60 seconds. Okay. Welcome to the number one typing speed test with over 4 million tests completed per month. And I've elected to do the one-minute test, mm-hmm. and I'll be typing Aesop's Fables. Okay. And I'm going to start the are test Are you going to say your five. WPM at the end? Yes, and I'll tell you. And hopefully okay. week over week it'll improve. Okay, and no talking during the typing test. Obviously. Five, obviously, four, right? okay, three, I'm this bug. two, one. And I've started typing. Okay, Claudia is babysitting for a new family. It's the Madden family. And uh, she's very excited about it because – 
the grandmother of the family, recently deceased, is a famous folk artist called Grandmother Madden, who, uh, when she died, left uh, uh, her. She wasn't famous, but later became famous, and she left, and she destroyed all of her paintings, uh, apart from a very few that are in museums, because of a bad review uh, in the New York Times. Um, and uh, 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 there was a massive battle over her estate after she died uh, between the cousins and uh, the, the cousin that Claudia is babysitting for, Rebecca Madden, uh, eventually won the battle when it turned out that all the paintings had been destroyed and it was just the house and they let it go. But guess what? Uh, there are secret paintings somewhere and Ten Claudia seconds. doesn't believe that she would have destroyed the paintings and there are secret paintings in the house and this guy, Mr. Ogura, uh uh, colluded with uh, the cousin to try to steal the secret paintings, which were out of time. Out of time. Shut up. Stop students talking. Students' paintings. The end. And uh, here the... are my test scores. Okay. Typing speed: sixty-two words per minute. Errors: three mistype words. Adjusted speed: fifty-nine words per minute. Your adjusted typing speed is fluent. I would call it. Mediocre. I'm on the edge of fast. 59. Yeah. I'm on 60 I'm is fast. On the edge of very fast. Pro, you mean? Pro. That's 80. I can definitely type 80 words a minute. Well, Jack, this isn't about who can type the fastest. This is about self improvement. Okay. It's about being a better person. Okay. So I described the A plot. I didn't describe the B plot. I didn't hear any of it, obviously. <clears throat> I was typing Aesop's Fable. The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing was my test this I week. I didn't really get... I didn't... Because I I kind of front-loaded it with talking about Grandmother Madden, who is this famous folk artist. It's I John didn't Madden's have, grandmother. John Madden's grandmother. <laughs> Do you think that's definitely true? I think so. <laughs> um, grandmother Madden, which is a cool name. That's her name, yeah. Grandmother Madden. Yeah. I like, I like it. It's a good That's folk artist name. VBE. That's what Vicky Bird's she's not energy. a folk artist. She's a primitive artist. Right. So same same general vibe. Yeah. But she wasn't really appreciated in her time. It felt like she had destroyed all of her paintings. Claudia doesn't believe that anyone would ever destroy art. Um, and so she is a real busybody and a nosy boots in this. I'm trying book. to think if anyone's ever destroyed art. Um, we've lost a couple episodes. Yeah, that's so, destroying. In a art. way, whoever creates Zoom recorders has yeah. destroyed arts. Sometimes destroys art. Yeah, the the people at Zoom. Yeah, so that's one just one example. So from let me art. I'm gonna look up the CEO of that company real quick. Okay, great. I'm this saying... is a useful detour, I think, because what I was doing was trying to kind of. And you're um, welcome to. And you're welcome to. And you're welcome to delve into the plot. A no one's stopping more. you. <laughs> okay, it feels like you are. Absolutely nobody's stopping you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we didn't really talk about who did the crime and who's going to do the time. It's this guy called Mr. Ogura, and he is – it's so complicated. I guess what we'll do is in our Guessing the Mystery segment, uh, which is coming up soon, we will hopefully re- – uh, Vicky, Vicky Berger Irwin does this long explanation of the mystery that I will maybe just read. Michi – Michihito Nozakito, okay. president of Zoom Corporation, has destroyed art. Is a art destroyer, and he has destroyed a big part of my appearance on the Sweet Valley Diaries. Yep, and yep, he, d- he did des- do that. He destroyed a Little Sister Little episode, and I actually just thought about someone else who ha- who's fond of destroying art. Okay, and their name is 
well, he's a coward. He or she is a coward and won't list their name. Okay. But it's whoever runs coolmathgames.com. Oh, no, right. Yeah, exactly. The, the person who literally paved paradise and put up, uh, I guess, a paywall. Pave paradise. That's good. Yeah. Pave paradise. Put up a paywall. That's good. Someone That's, should do that. It's so topical. Okay, and now I'm on their website and I'm viewing open positions. Okay, and do you think that we've strayed a little bit too far from the text itself? No jobs at open at this time at Cool Math Games. I wonder why. Oh, I wonder why. Because nobody wants to sell out. Right. Um, okay, well, we've got some enemies. Michi, Michi Guru. Michihito. Michihito. Um, I've already closed the window and okay. I well, we'll expanded just say you to full screen. Michihito and the nameless genius Cowards. cool math games. Not so cool anymore. Troll math games. <clears throat> um, uh, we like to guess the mystery. And there's a song for that. And Liz sings it. Liz, are you here? She's not. Liz is not here. That's awkward. She's not there? No. No one responded? Nothing. Oh. What? One second. I'm getting a call. Okay. I'm gonna patch her. She's remote this week. Okay. Where are you? Where is that? Okay. All right. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's un- unpaid labor. I'm patching her in. Okay. Okay, go ahead. You don't, you don't. You don't have to sing a sublime, Tanner. I think I'm just gonna have to start repeating them. Just like we choose not to pronounce the name of the band the way that they intended us to. You don't have to sing their songs. Liz wrote September, a song. September twentieth, two thousand nineteen. There was riots on the street. Tell me where were you? You were sitting at home watching your TV while I was participating in some mysteries. <laughs> First guess we made was a liquor store. (laughs) I finally got all that alcohol that I can't afford. Red lights flashing, it's time to retire. So we turned that mystery into a structure fire. Okay, the crib. Okay, great. And and before you dig yourself any deeper, uh, this is our segment where, uh, for some reason, Tanner sings a sublime song. Ignore that part. What it is is we talk about what we thought the solution to the mystery was going to be. After- that is literally the last sublime song that I could that I like vaguely know the tune to after chapter five. So I think that that's I might have to retire the segment. Okay, great. And Entirely. Uh, do you need approval from no the board? No more guessing the mystery on this show. Do you, you want to just run this that by the, the board? This is the last mystery we're guessing. To run that by the because board. Because I'm out of Sublime songs. Oh, no. I think we can still guess the mystery. I was thinking. No, I'm out of Sublime songs. Okay, well, hear that me one out. I, that one I didn't want to do because it's about the 1992 LA riots. And it's like, yeah. that's not fun. No, it's not fun. You know? That's I didn't fun. even want to do it, and okay. then I ran out of songs, and I had, and I <clears throat> and you ha- was did have to. to. Yeah, you had to. Arm twisted behind your back. You were. But now forced. I'm out, and I think it's just. I think it's it. Let me just suggest something. What about if we just let Liz's song do all the heavy lifting, and then just guess the mystery? You, so you think Liz should do the Sarah McLaughlin song and Sublime? No, I think we don't. You just do said th- you want her to do all the heavy lifting. No, what I think is that we don't do Sublime at all. And no Sarah McLaughlin? I don't No, we do, do we... Sarah McLaughlin. Does Sarah but... McLaughlin have other songs that Liz can parody? No, she just we just do the one that we have. I this is yeah. it's this is I too complicated for yeah. me. 
I can see. It's, it's, we'll talk about it off mic because it seems okay. like it's getting it's getting too thorny and complex for yeah. this discussion. Anyway, thank God you pulled it, you pulled it out and you did a great song parody of a song about the 1992 LA riots by throwing a couple of stray words related to guessing the mystery and this is a segment where we talk about what we thought the mystery was going to be after five chapters and yikes i did not do a good job did you do a good job you couldn't have vicky (sighs) was all over the place i did a really good job okay and i thought i had it the entire time yeah and I kept waffling. I kept being like, oh, I don't have it. Oh, I have it. Oh, this is a Thacker book and I'm getting fact. Oh, it's yeah. not a Thacker book and I'm not getting fact. Let's hear yours and then we'll hear mine. I, uh... Okay, mine is weird. Here's what I wrote. I'm just going to read it. Oh, okay. Um, I, for for you to understand the um, what I'm about to read, you need to know a piece of information, which is that Claudia finds a painting that's like a beautiful painting of a Japanese woman yep. in the Madden house. And it she it may or may not she's like certain that there are like original grandmother Madden paintings which will be everyone kind of is but yeah but Claudia is especially certain because she doesn't think anyone could ever destroy them no one could destroy them obviously hasn't met the CEO of Cool Math Games has she okay here's what I wrote and I guess I should also say I was right but not in a particularly satisfying way okay so you you did the who done it. Woof. Um, Mr. Ogura did it? Did what? Well, it turns out he's not an estate agent at all. He was a student of Grandmother Madden, and so he knows all about the secret paintings. Very close. The painting of the Japanese woman is of his mother, so he knows it's an original Madden, oh, and he's okay. trying to steal it. That's interesting, and that's yeah. not something I considered. And it was just because it's a painting of a Japanese woman, and Ogura is a Japanese surname. And so and you kind of did... You did some lazy stereotyping. Let's just put those. It's, I I thought about it for a little bit before I wrote it down because I was like, if this turns out to be wrong, it might seem like lazy stereotyping. You're going to get canceled. And you're I might get, get canceled. canceled. But you're going to try to like... get on SNL and they're going to play this clip. <laughs> Please don't bring this podcast down with you, Jack. I, I thought really hard about it. And I think it's okay. It's a Japanese name and the painting is of a Japanese Lady, and maybe those two things are related. You hit the dartboard. Yeah. You didn't hit within the bounds of play on the dartboard. Right. But you did hit the dartboard. I hit the dartboard. Mr. Ogura did it. I should have yeah. guessed. What was... Well, and the, the sun being in the class was a pretty yeah, f- somewhat accurate guess. So too. all the paintings, the, the all the paintings. Oh, oh well, I'll read. I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I Rather than explaining anything further, I... Vicky Berger does us a favor of explaining the entire mystery in a couple paragraphs. Well, do you want my guess? Yeah, which I will read after your guess. Okay. I think that's the easiest, because I was going to go down the rabbit hole of like trying to unravel it, but VBE has done that for us. So I think I also hit the dartboard. Yeah. And what I needed to do was hit that like little tiny ring on like the one wedge to like win the game. The doubles. And I hit like the biggest part of like the 20 wedge, you know? I feel you. Mr. Ogura isn't Mr. Ogura. He's an art thief who's pretending to be Mr. Ogura, which is why he keeps dodging Ms. Madden. He found Grandma Madden's paintings and painted over them and hid them among the students' paintings. Okay. The paintings, quote, 
look gloopy, end quote. Wow. He'll collect them after they're thrown away after the estate sale. That is very good. And if you put my guess together with your guess, we would have had a, a get the mystery. Guess. And we yeah. should work together in future on this. Yeah, I don't know why it's a contest. I don't know why we're pitting ourselves against each other. And it's a, we could be pitting ourselves against Vicky Berger Irwin. Yeah. And God knows a devious mind like that needs a nemesis as strong as the two of us together. Yeah. I mean, um, I wish there were four of us because that's what we truly need. That would be a lot of crosstalk. That's don't true. you think? Um, I, I, I got very close. You got very close. And Vicky kept dropping these little hints in the book yeah. that made me feel like I got it. Yeah. That I d- did the Miracle on Ice. Here. I didn't follow this one. There were too many names. I didn't really understand it. So my guess is pretty good given how little I was following this book. Right. And then um, do you now want to just reveal the mystery? I'm going to reveal the mystery in the words of Vicky Berger. Irwin. Yep. The immortal words. This, my friends, is the mystery. Dale Ogura's father and grandmother Madden were friends years and years ago. The older Mr. Ogura bought one of grandmother Madden's paintings, so Dale knew what her work looked like. He also knew how valuable it had become. There's an older brother, his name is Dennis, who took lessons from grandmother Madden, and he told Dale that the students used to paint on old canvases. When none of the Madden paintings turned up after grandmother Madden's death, Dale figured that grandmother Madden might have let her students paint on top of her work. And now this is in Claudia's words. Stacy, remember when you noticed that Mr. Ogura had paint flakes on his clothes? That was because he was scraping the canvases to see if there was anything underneath. But that time, Suzanne, Miss Madden's cousin, had showed up and called him. She remembered him from the summer she and her cousins spent here. Suzanne and Dale decided to team up and see if they could find the paintings together, since neither one of them was having any luck alone. When Suzanne couldn't get inside and Dale couldn't check all the canvases soon enough, they decided that he would offer to buy most of the old paintings. This morning, Suzanne tried to double-cross Dale by picking up the canvases first. You can see why this is complex. There's just a lot in it. Suzanne is the cousin. Well, there's like two sets of people who look the same. There's like... Suzanne Senior looks and exactly Junior like Miss Madden. Yeah. And Suzanne and Rachel Madden both look the exact same. Right. And it, it's very, it's a lot of confused identity. And there's it's a like cat. The, there's a cat called Goldie who's the sixth cat called Goldie, and they're all gold cats. So there's yeah. six cats who look alike. I love, I love the description of Grandmother Madden's paintings. I think this is one of the reasons they brought VBE in. There's something yeah. like the the character, not even the character of Grandmother Madden, but like the rich story of her art and right. how her art works and what she does is very cool. Yeah. Like each painting is a set of four. You like the you like the gimmick. I like the gimmick. Each painting is a set of four and can be paired with the other three paintings in the set, in the quartet, to right. create a larger painting. They're always the same size, 10 by 10. And uh, they have just incredibly intricate details where you can see like all of the lines. Like Every cat, you, if you look close, you'll see its little whiskers, and you can see people's eyelashes. And each painting has a little Where's Waldo of this cat called Goldie, which is Grandma Madden's cat that she, every time Goldie dies, she gets another cat called Goldie. Right. And Goldie is in every single one of them. Very cool. I like the backstory of her art. 
So here's what we need to do, Tanner, is uh, uh, our overlords, Tim Cook and uh, Jeff Bezos, are banging on the door, and they want us to review the book, but we might want to take Big, a break How about this? And Can I interrupt you quickly? Okay, great. Yeah. and, and I Big like bad Bezos boy, because great. he did all that stuff today where he cut all the, the Whole Foods people's um, benefits. Great. Thank you for that. And that's great. And it's uh, uh, for uh, new listeners. Not enough commentary on this show. Not you know? enough political commentary and not, and not enough, enough news. Not enough political commentary to the tune of a forgotten commercial jingle. Big bad Bezos boy. Yeah. Um, it's actually the theme song, not a commercial. Oh, excuse me, to Big Bad Beetleborgs. But it's it, um, thanks for interrupting. It was worth it. What I was going to say is uh, that we should maybe take a quick break. Okay. Don't you think? Yep. And then when we come back, we'll review this novel. Okay. What do you say? I'm a, I'm along for the ride. Okay. Are you ready to review it? If he, when heaven and hell decide, Jack. Okay. That they both are satisfied. Yeah. And they illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. Yeah. Um. Don't remember the next lyric, okay. but I will follow you into the dark. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Tanner, we're back, and we are going to review this novel, and this is an opportunity for us. It's an opportunity to do a little bit of art criticism. Ooh. Something I think you and I have been hankering for. have a bachelor's degree in that, so... What do you mean by that? I um, graduated from college uh, with a degree in, um, well, film criticism, but film film is a kind of art. Yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect. So, broadly, art criticism. Uh, And for me... Literature criticism, which is not going to come in handy at all because we're okay. Doing... And did you also graduate with a second degree in literature making? Because I did also uh, graduate with a second degree in filmmaking. No, so I can make them and I can criticize them. Okay, and I do neither. <laughs> Great, perfect. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to review this book. Tim Cook, uh, CEO of Apple, has asked us to uh, launch a new social network for him, uh, which is the iBooks Reviews, and he wants those comments to be popping because nobody, and I can tell you this from having reviewed a number of these novels, uh, nobody's in there except yeah. Shiloh Dog 123 and Shiloh Dog 123, and weirdly, I see this a lot. Yeah. A lot of people leaving r- ratings on the Little Sister books. Oh, really? Don't know why. Okay. No, th- mysteries, Ghost Town. Little yeah. Sister, Tons of ratings. Oh, really? Okay, that's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Um, it's probably Gen Z. Well, and, and there's probably another podcast like ours out there, and Tim has reached out to them, and they're just like I better at this than we are. I hate to hear you know? that. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to review this novel in the iBooks reviews, and what I've done is I've gone ahead and given it five stars. It's great. Okay. You yep, happy with I that? Agree. Yep. Write a review. You did express some... Reservations about the book. I think that's about me, though. Okay. I think and this I book went over I think my head. So yeah. I don't know. I I can say we can say somewhere in the review that while I give this book five stars, I'm giving myself maybe three three stars on the day. Yep. We can say that. But we got to write a title first for our review. Something that will draw people in. I was thinking, what about this? This book mm-hmm. is an art. Okay, and the thing there is kind of the old meme, trolling is an art? No, I didn't think that. I just think that... Trolling is a art, and then everyone responds and says, Oh, actually, it's an art, and you're like, gotcha, and oh, you've been that's trolled. that's why they say that. I so just thought they were just bad that? at grammar. 
this book, book is a uh, art. Well, because but I don't like that meme or trolling. But he, you said you wanted a headline that grabbed him. Yeah. So. So you're saying we have to. Yeah. Okay. This book is a uh, art. I'm trying to move units here. This book is a uh, art. Okay. Great. Perfect. All right. Now we're in the review. And so what I think here, I just want to kind of walk you through what I'm thinking here. Okay. The book is about a painting, right? It's about a number of paintings, but yes. And there's a mystery in the painting. But there's also a mystery in the book, and the book is painterly. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. The book itself is this, like, holistic art experience. There's art Mm -hmm. fucking everywhere. And it transcends the boundaries of art. Are you capturing this? No. Should I just write that? Because that all sounded good. Okay. So should I just say what I said? Say right. Type exactly what you said. The book's about a painting, right? Yeah. And the book is. But the book itself is a kind of art. I think you said painterly. Is painterly, which I liked. It sounds like an automotive term. So, oh, and there's a mystery in the painting, but there's a mystery in the book too. Right. And we, as readers, name and the book is art. And the viewers. book is a mystery, and there, okay. ergo, and the book, mystery is an art, and art is a mystery. Ooh, oh, that's fucking good. Oh, I got shivers. The book is art, and the book is a mystery. Ergo, art is a mystery. Well, mystery is an art, and art is a mystery, and art is a mystery. <sighs> I'm like shaking right now. Yeah, mystery is an art, and art is a mystery. Sounds like something like David Patterson has probably said in like NPR interviews. Yeah. Ars est, and this is useful, ars est celare artem is what the Romans say. Okay. And the, what does that mean? The duty of art is to conceal itself. Ooh. I'm right up there with Socrates and. Yeah. So, so shall I just Plato say that? In, in their caves. Yeah. As the Romans say, ars est celare artem. Duty of art is to conceal itself and VBE certainly concealed herself. Concealed her duty. No, because I don't want to say duty because we were really on a much more like. We were already walking a tightrope on that. Yeah. Concealed yeah. herself. We could have easily fallen into that pit. Weak. And I, I wanted us to, but. No, I, I know. see. And the, I kind of pulled see... us out of it because I don't like yeah. it. I don't know, like it. What can you just read back the last sentence? Because I do want to read it back the way you wrote it. Yeah, and then read it back and say Vicky Berger Irwin hid her duty. Okay, the duty of art is to conceal itself, and Vicky Berger Irwin certainly concealed herself this week. And then you want me to say it your way? That's good. Yeah, the duty of art is to conceal itself, and Vicky Berger Irwin certainly concealed her duty this week. Duty, and that feels that actually does feel better though, right? More poetic. I don't love it, but it, this is a collaborative enterprise. So if you're insistent, I'm going to do it. So. Okay. And you are spelling duty the right way, right? Like D O O D Y. I think so. Okay. Conceal. And again, duty. This. I hate to do it. I am just trying to move units here. No, I understand. I understand. And this is a collaborative enterprise. Okay. Anarcho-capitalist, and yeah. I'm sorry for it. You know. Okay. Um, do we want to say something about nothing? We all serve the almighty buck here. Do we want to say something about Art in the Age of uh, Mechanical Reproduction by Walter Ben-Yamin? Do we want to say anything about it? 
I'm just trying to think, you know, bringing to bear other... There's almost too much to say about it. I have so much I want to say about it, and I don't think I can get it all out in the review is the problem. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll skip it. I think so, and again, I'm just trying to move units. Should we say that we're skipping it? We'll skip it. Okay. We have so much to say about art in the age of mechanical reproduction by... Shall I say... I'll say NB, which stands for Nota Bene. NB, we have so much to say about art in the age of mechanical reproduction by Walter Benjamin. And then maybe say in parentheses and like, if you twist our arms, maybe we'll do a bonus app. Well, we won't say app because I I realize this listening back to a previous podcast. We talk about the these reviews are for the general public. Oh, right. Maybe we'll publish a thesis. Right. If you twist our arms, maybe we'll publish a thesis. But what we are going to say a lot about, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm open. A tri- I'm, I'm open. feeling ascending tricola coming on. Here it comes, baby. Okay, okay that's a very good point. Um, okay, art in the age of, and this could be the. Oh, framing. that's great. I love that. Okay, is art in? Is uh, you nailed it. Is art in the age of? <sighs> Feels like we keep getting the engine revving, and then we hit another pothole. No, but you're so, we're so we're doing well. We keep we keep we're 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 Art driving the down the road of of dank memes, innocence, innocence, and that's a uh, Edith Wharton reference. Big data. <laughs> okay, so should we just say that art in the age of dank memes, comma innocence parentheses, and that's an Edith Wharton reference and big data. Of big data and the big data this week was that <sighs> I, I brought us down to another cul-de-sac. Big, you're saying talking about big data. The big data, and I want to say what the big data from the book was. And the big data this week was that. Do you see what art I'm saying? Art is big business. That big art, and that is true. Big art is. Well, because it's a little, it's a little painting because they're only ten by ten. So little art is big business. Oh, in this scintillating novel, and we just got to get that in there. Yeah. What if we got someone asked us in uh, Burby Nation the other day if we have ever gotten our matching tattoos? Oh yeah. And I called you out, and you never responded. Mm-hmm. Classic. What if the matching Classic tattoos jam. we get is like on our hand or on our wrist right here? Mm-hmm. I get scintillating, and you get novel. Ooh. And when we put our hands together, it says scintillating novel. But when we're apart, people are like, oh, this guy's scintillating, and this guy's novel. <laughs> That's good, too. Isn't it? I love yeah. that. I love that. Okay, press one if you want us to get those tattoos. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to stick this landing. In this scintillating novel, Vicky Berger Irwin asks us. That's a cool thing to say, a literary thing to say. Asks uh, saying, saying that an author asks you to do something. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's sort of a turn of phrase. Asks us to question the boundaries between, and I'm going to need your help here, so get ready because I'm putting you in, between art, literature, and what's the third thing? Literature and love? Love. No, you don't like it. No, I hate it. Human condition. Um... Art, literature. Literature. And the male gaze. That, and no. I was thinking that, but yeah. Um, I just thought it because you were looking at me. You know what's a good word is cathectic. Okay. The boundaries between art and literature 
you're going to make it a triple bike dick. Yes, and this is a triple bike dick. The boundaries between art and literature and to look inside ourselves to see... Oh, and I thought you were going for, like, art and literature. Oh, we could do that. Do you joy do that? and suffering. You want to do that? Yeah. Between art and literature, joy and suffering. Family and enemies? No. No, that's bad. Fear and loathing? Lovers and enemies? Let's. Oh, co- there are cousins in this. And there's a cat. Cats and cousins. And that's perfect. And cats and cousins. That's right. This book has literally everything. Good. Uh, anything else you want to see, say before we sign off? Um, author's note. Colon. Okay. Author's apostrophe after the S or before the S? After the S. Author's note. Colon. Yep. I, Jack Shepard... Okay. Have given this book well, five I said stars. After the S. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Jack Shepard have given this book. And we're going to bring you in, right? Because I've said I will, it. yeah. Okay. But I, I must me. give myself right. three stars give for my failing to comprehend the intricacies of this. And may I compliment you now briefly for using a possessive before a gerundive phrase? You're welcome. For my failing to comprehend the intricacies. Because a lot of people would say for me failing. Or just for failing. The intri- well, I know how to I know how the human language works. So. Okay, it does sound like it. For my failing to comprehend the intricacies of this complex of this complex text. Plot. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And then you said you were gonna bring yourself in, so. Yep. And I and I guess I'm just do this re- in all caps, just to kind of set my speech from apart from yours and i tanner green ring and i tanner green ring mm-hmm. boldly give myself okay. five out of five stars for being a being a thought leader thought leader and and a inspiration and a inspiration to some of my to some of my best more and more only duller I've written, More dull. I've written best and only. No, no, no. D- delete that. Okay. To some of my more dull and less gifted. And less gifted. Co-hosts. See, co-hosts I don't like because it, it, it brings in this podcast element that I think people won't know what that is. Um, peers. Great. And I've uh, and should I say, and I don't mean Pierce Morgan. Don't mean Piers Morgan, but I don't. Do I? Is he a peer in this? Well, he's my peers, and uh, and not to do this, but can you just kind of read back that last little bit? And I, Tanner Greenring, boldly give myself five out of five stars for being a thought leader and a inspiration to some of my more dull and less gifted peers. And I don't mean Piers Morgan. And then when you say less gifted peers, how are you spelling that? P I E R S. And I would do P E E R S. Too late. Okay. Who is there? Oh, and I and I don't. And that's in stone, huh? Yeah, because it's all caps. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. Now I think it's fine. Okay. Great. Uh, Jack Shepard and Tanner Green Ring. P.S. We love this one. Yep. Great. I'm gonna read this back to you, just to make sure we didn't miss anything important. I can't imagine we did. I think we nailed it. Five stars. Title: This book is a art. This book's about a painting, right? But the book itself is painterly. 
And there's a mystery in the painting, but there's a mystery in the book too. And the book is art, and the book is a mystery. Ergo, mystery is an art, and art is a mystery. <laughs> Shivers again. As the Romans say, ars est calare artem. The duty of art is to conceal itself. And VBE, Vicky Berger Irwin, certainly concealed her duty this week. You sure you That's want That's great. You want that? Okay. And B, we have so much to say about art in the age of mechanical re- You know Visco Girls? Excuse me? Visco Girls? No, I don't know what that is. It's a it's an aesthetic movement on the internet. Okay. And there are girls who use a curtain, certain kind of water bottle and put their hair in a certain kind of way, way and live a certain kind of lifestyle. Okay. But one thing they say is to connote laughing mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. They say, okay. I think. S-K, 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 S-K. So maybe after the um, du- the duty line. Oh, you think it's a funny line? Yes. Okay. You want to say S-K, 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 S-K. Yes. That's what I've done. Okay. NB. We have so much to say about art in the age of mechanical reproduction by Walter Benjamin. If you twist our arms, maybe we'll publish a thesis that we're just going to skip it entirely. But what we... Oh. Here. But that's what, why we read it back. That's why we read it back. But what we are going to say a lot about is art in the age of dank memes, art in the age of innocence, and that's an Edith Wharton reference, and art in the age of big data. And the big data this week was that little art is big business. Jesus christ that's so good yeah i just i when we were writing this i thought we were kind of on the edge of of not making sense but it's powerful yeah in this scintillating novel vicky berger Irwin asks us to question the boundaries between art and literature joy and suffering and cats and cousins that's right this book has literally everything even that at the time felt like it was going to be nonsense but it's it's everything it's poetic Author's note, I, Jack Shepard, have given this book five stars, but I must give myself three stars for failing to comprehend the intricacies of this complex text. And I, Tanner Greenring, boldly give myself five out of five stars for being a thought leader and a inspiration to some of my more dull and less gifted peers, and I don't mean Piers Morgan. Jack Shepard, Tanner Greenring, P.S. We love this one. Great. Nailed it, right? Nailed it. Boom, and I've hit submit. Submit. That's great, and I'm feel really good about that one um okay that's the, that was the review and as usual really kind of running up against the end of things so i'm gonna ask karis to come in here as quickly as possible karis uh-huh. karis no Nothing? she's not here okay should we sing it or i don't even know if i know the lyrics yeah it's very complicated we, it's weird that Liz wasn't here this week. Uh, oh, my phone's ringing. Okay, your phone's ringing. Okay. Uh, do you mind if I take this? Please. Hello? Oh, Karis. Okay, good. Yeah, because no, we were... Oh, you're where? Oh, okay. Is everything okay? Jack, is everything okay? You... Jack, is okay. everything okay? Uh, okay, that's... Do you... do you mind... Before you do that, do you mind just quickly singing this... The, yeah, the, um, the Swallow song. The, for Mysteries. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
And I said, uh, uh, swallow me down, uh, uh, and that's that love and sound. And I do the same Sublime song for that one every week. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't it be great if you did it for the other one? Or nothing? A lot to think about. It's a a lot. lot It really is a lot to think about. And um, this is our segment where we talk about the incredible paintings uh, on the cover of these novels uh, that are painted by Babysitter's Club art director Hodges Swallow. And I hope that you have pulled up your... I'm looking at the painting now. Copy of the painting. I'm going to look up mine as well. And How do you want me to approach this? So here's what's interesting. So I'll describe it very briefly. Uh, Claudia Draw my eye. Claudia is kneeling down. She's looking at a painting of a Japanese woman with a fan. Mm-hmm. And there is a cat looking at Claudia. Mm-hmm. And the cat is saying, if only she could talk. The cat is saying that. Right? And I'm trying to, I'm trying to trace his gaze. Yeah. And who is, is he looking at the painting or is he looking at Claudia? Is it's cat, really hard to tell. I think the, both... cat, the cat is as wondering, and this is, I think this is something that Hodges has captured. That's that's kind of wonderful and whimsical, which is that you know how when we you know how cats are like meow, and we're like uh, yeah, oh, I'm familiar with that. If only they could talk. But what if? And this is what Hodges is saying. What if what we say to them sounds like that kind of nonsense? And meow. they're like, if only they could talk. And right. that's what Hodges. I think what Hodges is asking. Right. If only she could talk. He's saying because he's looking at Claudia. It, it also might not be reciprocal you know it might be trickle down okay so we look at cats and say oh i wish they could talk and cats look at paintings and say if only oh i wish they could talk and paintings maybe look at like bugs okay yeah say like well the painting in this is looking at the cat right and the cat is looking at kind of claudia's looking at the painting and she's saying if only she could talk i wonder if claudia is saying that about it's a triad yeah and then the painting is looking at the cat and saying, if only she could talk. And then the cat's looking at Claudia and saying, if only she could talk. This is a very, it's like a And farsa. then this gets back to our review because that's Claudia is, is a painting. Yes. And Claudia is a painting that we're looking at. And, and we're, we're saying, saying, if only she could talk. And I wonder who's up there looking at us. Oh, uh, that's scary. And maybe actually. we're a painting. That's scary now. That is frightening. And it, you think it's aliens because you think it's aliens? I don't know what it is. I think maybe what is happening is that we're paintings and somewhere somewhere out there someone is getting much younger and handsomer. Oh, and it's yeah, by the second because of because uh, of us. And they're they're living a decadent lifestyle where they're doing a lot of self-harm and stuff and right. it's being reflected in us as us. That yeah. would explain a lot. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would explain a lot. Yeah. I'm just going to say that to my doctor next time I go. Like, <laughs> I think I'm being Dorian grade. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, can you run like a test? Can you run a test? Because I haven't been doing si- sinful anything and I live a pretty normal life, but I look like shit and I keep looking worse. Everyone should go and ask their doctor this. If they're being Dorian grade. Because yeah. why else would I look like this? And feel like this. And right. feel like this. Right. Yeah. That's a good question. And if only she could talk. 
Um, this has been our Hodges Swallow segment. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to approach this next segment, Jack. Okay. And I think the way in mm-hmm. is for me to read a poem. Okay. And this is the poem. Okay. But the poem is a bit deceiving, but it is kind of the only way we have in at present. Okay. Let's both leave the bedroom and enter the kitchen. No time for cuisine, and I hate to be crass. Forget about cooking. It's time for some f***ing. Perhaps jam that tuna can right up your ass. The crisper contains both my undies and stockings. I left my stilettos in the ice tray. So open the freezer and put in your c***ing. The refrigerator is where we both play. (laughs) And I hope you believed most of that. Someone did. Yeah. The guys in post. Yeah. Um... And it's where we talk about refrigerator play, which, as anybody knows, whether you've listened to these episodes or not, is when the only way you can get off is uh, by doing things that are adjacent to or around the refrigerator, which is what Sharon Spear and Richard Spear like to indulge in. And we have uh, no opinions either way about about that. We like it. Most we're open to it. We're open to it and we're interested in it and we would try it. But yeah. we haven't been invited to. Yeah. Um, there is no refrigerator play in this book. Yeah. There is something that is adjacent that I want to explore with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it kind of has to do with a subplot of the A plot, mm-hmm. which is Ms. Madden is trying to find and sell these paintings so that she can go to art school. Right. Yes. To follow in the footsteps. It's A prime. Yeah. A prime. Yeah. I was saving – oh, and her husband, Mr. Cook, Mm -hmm. is grumpy about painting, and everyone thinks it's because he hates painting, but it's actually because he is anxious about his wife getting into art school and anxious about the fact that he doesn't know a lot about art. And Vicky's trying so hard to make us think that the husband is a suspect, but neither of us fell for it. Well, I was saving this for when the sale was over and we knew how much money we'd made, but you were accepted. The call came yesterday, said Mr. Cook, beaming to his wife. Is that why you were so cranky about the subject last night? Ms. Madden asked. He grinned. I was saving it as a surprise. I knew we wouldn't have time to enjoy the news or celebrate until the sale was over. But really, what made me cranky last night was all that art stuff in the museum. Even my son knows more about it than I do. Mr. Cook shook his head. I have a lot of learning to do to keep up with you two. I'll be your private tutor. Okay, and I did Said Ms. That. Madden, yeah. tucking her arm in his. Yeah. I'll be your private tutor. And, she and I'm calling it art play. And you know what I'm realizing? Oh, and yeah. it's art play. And that's it's art great. play. And it's art play. And it's, only, it's when you can only finish and And I wouldn't say that. But do, doing art or by art. Yeah. And may I suggest that, uh, have you ever heard of somebody being married to someone and they don't have the same name? No, that's impossible. So why is he called Mr. Cook? And, and she's called Miss Madden? Because he's cooking up some hot art play in the bedroom. Okay. And that's... And that's that why makes she calls a lot of him sense. Mr. Cook. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. That, doesn't it? Because he's cooking up some hot some art play in the bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's why he's Mr. Cook, and he was my hashtag swoon this week. Okay, and that was going to be my other approach yeah. to this. I did swoon over him. He's very handsome, and they keep talking about it. Like Stacy mistakes him for a delivery man. There are like seven chapters about this where Stacy's like a delivery man came, but he couldn't a be a delivery tie. man because he was very handsome. <laughs> and he was wearing a suit, and it's like, yeah, that's her husband. Yeah. 
I think there's only one burn in this book, uh, but uh, we'll find out. Read the poem. The way we find out is I read the poem and it goes like this. Oh, taunt, thou art sick. A very good burn that stings you so ripe. A knife that doth turn. It gets in your head, but oh, so soon it will cause me to have to call the burn unit. Tanner, did you find the one good I think so. Burn in this book. Why don't you read it for us? Okay. Yep. I'm finished with this one, said Jimmy. Jimmy, that's a terrific painting, Marianne said. It looks a little like a Van Gogh. Jimmy's painting was a big yellow flower surrounded by lots of trees. I'm going to paint my cat Goldie next, he said. I'm finished with this painting, Corey called out. I want to do another one. Marianne gave her a sheet of paper. These dancers remind me of Degas, she said. He painted pictures of ballet dancers, and he also made sculptures of ballerinas. Corey smiled broadly and started in on her next painting. Uh, do you think they'll choose these ones to go hang in the gallery? Corey asked Marianne. I'm sure of it. Uh, okay, cleanup time, said Marianne. Your parents will be here soon to pick you guys up. Finish what you're working on now, and then go wash your hands. Are you going to hang any of my paintings? Corey asked Abby. Of course. You're as good as... Abby glanced at Marianne. Then she quickly said, Pele. <laughs> Who? asked Corey. <laughs> so you made the same mistake that Corey did. Corey made, yeah. And Corey later gets very upset about this because she's like, at the time she's like, oh, who's that? And then she looks up Pele and she realizes that Pele is actually not necessarily that good at art. He's a good, he's good he's at soccer, soccer but he's player. not good at art. So when she does show up at the museum opening, yeah. she's in tears and wants her paintings taken down because she thinks Abby thinks they're bad. So I would argue that what Abby meant was that Corey is as good at art as Pele is good at soccer. But okay, you, that's not what she said, though. She said, know, you're yeah. as good as Pele. Okay, fair enough. And Regarding art, yeah, you're as good as Pele. And it's sort of implied that Pele is probably not that great of an artist because he had to, to spend a lot of time doing soccer practice. Well, maybe that's unfair. And, and that's now, unfair to Pele, and, and the burn's on Pele, a, I guess. And now it's a burn on Pele. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Like, can I read you the uh, the actual burn that was in this book? It's yep. the actual burn, and it's a burn on Grandmother Madden. Okay, and it's in a New York art publication. Oh, right. I think it's this probably was a good burn. Probably art forum. It's a little too mean for me. <laughs> I like this a lot, and this is why Grandmother Madden painted over all of her paintings. And you would do if you got a review like this. Ready? This is the review of Grandmother Madden show in New York. Madden show a hobby showcase. A Connecticut artist with the cutesy signature Grandmother Madden demonstrates that it's possible for anyone to have a show in New York City today. Her collection of paintings displays the skill of an amateur and has all the life of a stagnant pond. Stick figures inhabit scenes that no art lover would recognize. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal! And she stopped painting and went into became a hermit after that yeah and she had her students paint over all her pieces but they were all recovered and everything ended happily ever after and now we must go and to leave tanner to don't try to parse it as being whimsical i was gonna gonna do shakespeare and i would wish you wouldn't sweet sorrow yes parting is such sweet sorrow yes that i shall say good night okay till it be morrow and that's actually appropriate because we are recording again tomorrow. Wow, that was beautiful. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that I belittled it. Um, what we're doing is we're leaving and we're going, and I would like to thank you for bearing with me. I would like to thank the Riddle Babies and the Baby Nation for bearing with us. Um, I would like to urge you to buy our new merch. Me? No, the listeners. 
Oh, okay. I bought it. And so did I. And it's really good. And it's it's designed by, I can't say Baby B because she doesn't listen to the show. What's it's, the opposite of Baby B? Adult. Adult human. bees? I think it's, a, it's designed by adult you human. You think humans eat bees? I think now is, okay. Bear. Adult bear. Adult bear. Shayna Brewer. And there is a Smash the Patriarchy Strike Against the Patriarchy t-shirt. And there is also a Stacey McGill Wine Crimes t-shirt. And they're both great. And you can get them at bit.ly slash merch. And you should get them now uh, because they won't be there forever. Go buy our merch. It's so good. None of us will be here forever. You ever heard of the heat death of the universe? Yeah, now's a good time to bring that up. Please do listen to our Patreon. We talk about the Little Sister books. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's very good. Uh, it's a whole new show every week. Little Sister books. And we sing the descriptions. Check out our Patreon and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Um, it helps us to move up the rankings. Thank you to everybody who has done any one of those things. We appreciate your support and your love, and we love you, and we kiss you. And this week we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Mystery number 32, Claudia and the Mystery in the Painting. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Mystery number 33, Stacy. And the Stolen Hearts. And that sounds like someone's oh, taking okay. hearts, like the gentleman from the Buffy the Vampire episode, Hush. Or Het from our D&D jo- our, our D&D games that we're playing separately, but we're in the same universe because we yeah. have the same DM yeah, thanks doing for both feeling of our that. games. Uh, what we like to do is to say goodbye, but first we say our names, and my name is Jack Shepard. My name is Tew Tattersales. Oh, we're doing our D&D names? Elf of the Northlands. Uh, my name is Uncle Death. Oh. Barbarian dwarf of the Northlands. Okay. And please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time, and do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip, man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys, boys had, had just... just- been invented. Um, I, in a uh, former career, used to copy edit activist email alerts that went out to the activist community in the animal rights movement. And somebody before I had started editing them had just been sending them out. And it was when there was a cancellation and every single one, like the form letter that she used whenever there was a canceled demonstration, she sent to the entire activist network. Sorry for the incontinence, (laughs) (laughs) but the demonstration is canceled. It's like, oh, okay, well, if you like <laughs> I may have told that story before because I really like it. I don't think uh, so. Um, okay, in this until I, the and room. now the music is starting up back up again. And then that was a fun outtake for the end. Yeah. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>